listening to Garbage Hill, Winnipeg's first podcast network, GarbageHillNetwork.com.
All right, welcome to Noise Police Radio. I'm your regular host, Sam. And one thing that I've kind of noticed about doing this show for as long as I have is that a lot of bands in Winnipeg tend to be a little incestuous and <laughs> they tend to share a lot of members. And so the people I'm sitting here with today have all been on the show in different contexts than the one they're in now, which kind of happens a lot. And the longer I do this, the more it happens. <laughs> so uh, the grouping right now uh, is a few members of Ella Mode, but you have all been on the show previously otherwise so maybe the best way to do this is to start with kind of a name instrument thing and if you can identify why you've been on the show before <laughs> right. really, uh, associate that with past episodes so let's start over here okay uh, i'm dominique um from alamode and i sing lead and play keyboard um and i've been on the show before with eagle like owls uh with andy as well and that was probably like a 2014, I'm thinking, right? It's been a while. I think so. Yeah. 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 Right before yeah. our second EP came out. Right. So then, Scotty, you I guess for instrument and uh... Uh, yeah, I'm Andy. I play guitar, and uh, I also play guitar and sing in Eagle Like Owls. Cool. And I'm Ava. I also play guitar, and I've been on the show before as a member of Bicycle Face. And that was a little more recently. That was yeah, the past few months. just yeah. a few months yeah. ago. Yeah, in the winter. Um, and I am playing guitar in Ala Mode. I'm replacing Andy, actually. Okay, okay. And it also plays guitar and bass in Eagle Like Owls. Yeah. So Eagle Like Owls is the, the common thread. We're keeping yeah. it in the family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> obviously, apparently, yeah. So, and then there's a few other people who aren't here, right, who are in the band. Who are we missing? Yeah. Um, we have three others. We're okay. five-piece because Ava and Andy are, like, in a transition right now, so they're sort of, like, overlapping and both in the band right now. Um, we have Alexi Flower on bass. Um, and Nicole Fraze on keys and vocals, and uh, Joel Claverkamp, who's also been on he's the been show. He's been on the show as well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speak on it. Um, he's on drums. Cool, okay. Okay, so yeah, when I, when I with this, the idea of doing this, this episode first came up, the, I, was, I had been under the impression that, that Alamode was your solo thing. So right. can you maybe just give a bit of background on what it is, I guess? Because, I mean, obviously it started as a solo project, and it sounds right. like it sometimes is still a solo project, so... Potentially, yeah. So what is the what is the history, I guess? Like, if you can do a quick history of what Elamode is. Um, I guess it started... Okay, it actually started as when I had this Yamaha synth that has, like, um, like programmed beats and stuff in it, and I used to do 90s covers with it, and it was called Astrogene, but then I just changed it to Elamode. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so that's how it started. So I, I did, like, a, a sh- one of... Um, an amateur hour with Ken Davies and like oh, yeah. that was like the Kent has also been on the show everybody everybody's been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the shorter list is the people who have not yeah exactly it's good um, yeah so anyways that's how it started and then it also I was like oh, I might as well use the same name because I wanted to record some of the songs I've been writing over the years Okay. and so I did a recording project which ended up I worked on it for like a year in collaboration with Riley Hill, we just like produced it together, and then um, I was like, well, maybe it'd be good to do some live shows eventually. So put together a band, and this is us now. So what's the timeline for that? Like, how long ago? How long ago was the '90s covers on the keyboard thing? Oh, okay. Well, the EP came out in December 2014. Okay. That's the only date I know. I'm really bad with dates. Other than that, so it was probably in like 2013 or 12 that I was doing the '90s covers okay. thing. It's been, like, it's been a while. It's been this a joke. iteration of Alamo, but there was an earlier one. Too. Right, yeah. And then I guess we broke up. We never got, we just didn't have any shows. We scheduled. stopped playing shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, and you guys were all in a million other bands. It was a hiatus, yeah. but Domo and I were in that. Yeah, in that with version. some other people. Yeah. Yeah, so you were in it, in the band version since the beginning. Yeah, and that's before. Okay. I didn't even own an electric guitar at that time, so I was using Domo's. 
Oh. Um, to play. I didn't have an electric guitar or an amp, so I was using your stuff. Oh. I like how you're learning about the history of your own band. That's true, that did happen. Yeah, I remember <laughs> you using my amp specifically. Mm-hmm. Guitar too, I guess. Cool. So was the, was the expansion from like the keyboard thing to, to the actual band, was that originally for recording and then it became a thing to do live, or was that having a live uh, backing band kind of the idea all along? No, it wasn't the idea all along. Or, okay, I guess I missed a step in the transition. <laughs> okay, so okay. I did the 90s cover thing with like the Yamaha tacky 80s sound. Because okay. it was a Yamaha from the 80s. But then I did a song of my own. Just It was called Just a Boy and I did a, a music you video for it. You have a video for that. It's a really weird video. Yeah, it's yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's weird. Um, I liked it. <laughs> it's like everything I liked when I was 12 coming it's through. It's a classic. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great. It's a good video. It's a good video. So, okay, yeah, so that happened. But okay. then... So that was like the transition, but then I, I guess I wanted to be more like serious or whatever for the recording, so like right. used not those instruments. I went into the studio, no idea, like had no idea what I would do. Okay. I thought that the magic would just happen, like I thought I'd go in and it would be like the Beatles or whatever, where it'd be like <laughs> Suddenly, sparkles yeah. and everything would just sort of happen, <laughs> which actually kind of did happen, but it was also like a lot more work than I thought. <laughs> like, like I walked in and Riley's like, so what are you going to play? I'm like, I don't know, I didn't bring any instruments. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you have a keyboard? Okay, maybe I'll try stuff. Cool. We just kind of built it. And was that just a couple tracks you did? That they we did three. Three, okay. Yes. And are those the ones that are on Bandcamp? Or? Yes. Okay, yeah. I was just one of those today. Cool, yeah. It's a little bit of a different sound than the one we're working on an album right now. And yeah. it's like with an actual band, so it sounds more bandy. Okay. Like it was really hard to recreate that sound live. It was not really something we were able to do. I sound on those recordings, yeah. Yeah, it's not really like, like it's not like steady beats and stuff like that. It's just sort of. Is such a is such a recorded project kind of thing? Well, especially if it's one person doing it too, right? Usually that's how, yeah. Yeah, right. So for the, I mean, for, I guess for the, rest, the, the rest of you, I know you're really new, <laughs> yeah. but but I mean, maybe, maybe a question for you. Um, how as far as translating those older songs to the band format? I mean, is that a lot of? Uh, is there a lot of input from the rest of you to sort of how to make those flesh those yeah. out? I guess. Or? Yeah, it's really collaborative. That's a nice thing. Like a lot of ideas come in, and we usually try everything that's suggested. At least. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, there was, I think like we were so excited at first cause we, we kind of got put together for real love festival last okay, summer. Cool, cool. You're That's like, I have that. You're like, like, let's get the band together. And so we went really hard on that. And I think we were like so psyched to all be in this new exciting thing that we were just like all playing like really, really hard and like everything. And then like, I think it was before we did the show, we're like, oh, we gotta like rein it in a little bit. <laughs> like, we're jamming so hard on like mountaintop, which is like such a, like a dreamy song or like, right, let's bring it down. So, so I think that's something that the more we've gone on, we've kind of we've kind of become more conscious of that. Like, sort of, like, let's remember to keep that feel. Okay. But also, like, you do have a whole band and you want to use it. So it's like, how can we augment that original sound and, like, make it a good live experience? Okay. Yeah. I think part of the reason that that was happening is because, like, everyone in the band is also a songwriter. Right. So everybody has a million ideas and everybody mm. wants to, you know, have their voice in there, which is awesome, but it also means that we need to, like, manage it and curate it, and it's something, yeah, we're learning to be, like, way more collaborative, like, more recently going in, it's, like, instead of going in and being, like, okay, maybe we can try this, everyone just, like, tries stuff together, and we all give each other ideas, like, oh, what, hey, why don't you try that on drums, or, like, the bassist will be, like, hey, try this on keys, or, like, we'll give each other ideas, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Is it still recognizable? I mean, the older songs that, that you'd written just as a solo thing, are they still recognizable as, as the songs, or have they changed enough that it's like a totally new thing? 
sometimes. Uh, I mean, well, I'm sure that the, you know the melodies and stuff are still there. But yeah, like, you know what I mean, like style. I know what or, you yeah. mean. Yeah, one of them. Well, mountaintop sounds more similar, I think. Yeah. But um, to the wind sounds pretty different. It's like way more funky live and like almost like reggae-ish. Yeah, really? it's got some reggae feel. Yeah, it's like a little guitar, not quite solo, but sort of thing in there that's. Not in the original recording. But. Yeah, and also Nicole's little reggae solo yeah. line, so cool. It's yeah. definitely very different. So that one's there, but I feel I think the spirit of that song is still there, though. Oh, cool. Okay, that's good to hear. Again, with learning things about your own. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Cool. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm glad we feel that. <laughs> so. <laughs> For people who haven't heard the show before, uh, the way it works is I, I punch a button on the computer, it shoots a word at us, and that word kind of dictates the flow of the conversation, but not really. But no. it does, uh, everyone selects songs that relate to the theme word. So uh, it's a really good one this week, I think, and uh, it's yeah. Robot, which is, I'm surprised it hasn't come up yet. This is episode 180-something, and Robot <laughs> hasn't hasn't happened yet. So I'm very excited. Um, You've been waiting for this. I've been waiting for Robot for, like, coming on four years now. Welcome to Robot. And, like... Not that I have a ton of songs about robots, but robots have always been very important to me. Oh, really? <laughs> in a lot of ways. Okay, please explain. I, I will explain. I'll explain. People who know me will understand what I'm talking about. Most okay. of the bands I've ever been in have always had a lot of outer space themes to oh. almost all of the songs. So I'm not going to play any of my own music on here because people have heard it enough. Especially if you go to Witch Police, I've spam it everywhere. But um, yeah, all the songs were often writing songs about robots and outer space and like, you know, concept albums about evil space robots and things like that. So nice. I, I'm surprised it hasn't come up yet. Or I haven't, I haven't like, you know, cheated and stuck it in. <laughs> so I think it's probably a good one, um, especially, you know, that you're playing a synthesizer, which has like a lot of robotic kind of sounds on it. It is a robot. It is a robot. So, <laughs> so I'm excited to see what kind of songs all of you choose. So uh, does anyone want to start it off with a robot song? I think you should go first. Okay, well, I haven't chosen for sure which one. There's, there's well, so many good There are, there's songs. lots, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, there's no wrong, I should also mention, there's no wrong answers to how you select a song, too. It doesn't have to have robot in the title, or even be about robots, just as long as you can make some kind of connection. Yeah. It's fair game. So. Well, I googled songs about robots, and I found some that I really like, like songs. Okay, well, one that's like kind of an obvious one, but I don't want to do is Domo I Regato, Mr. Robot, yeah, because be Domo is my nickname, so okay, okay. Uh -huh. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I don't really like the song that much. Well, I think this is kind of cool. It's alright. Yeah, it's actually alright. Um, but I think I want to do um, a cover of Iron Man by the Cardigans. Sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard that, but it sounds great. Yeah, I'm just so into them right now. I think They're it's good. the right choice. Yeah. Cool.
that was um that was great. That was a great cover. Yeah. Uh, the cardigans, yeah. Like um, I don't know. I I, I was saying while we were listening to it, like, I feel like at the time they came out, I was they were sort of a guilty pleasure for me because I was too I don't know, I was too punk or something to, <laughs> to, to actually like them. But like I openly like them anyway. But like yeah, then I just admitted they were great. And, yeah. So good. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a very cool cover because you it's you know the original is great too, obviously, but that was yeah, a unique take on it. So yeah, just a robot theme too. I love that whole like that album. The production is so good. Are they still around? Yeah, well, sort of. This the lead singer. I was just reading an interview from her the other day. She's doing more like um, like her own solo project kind okay. of, but she has like a family and stuff, so she has less time. Sort of. Um, I think the Cardigans play once in a while still, and it's always like I think it's like always kind of a draw, like if they need money or something. Oh, yeah, they yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of bands like that. I think a lot of bands from that era who just like yeah need to make some money, go on a quick tour. <laughs> yeah. Or they get like booked on like a cool charity show. Yeah. With a bunch yeah. of bands. Mm-hmm. Or a cruise, apparently, that's a thing, though. Yeah. These 90s bands are doing these great cruises with, like, six or seven kind of one-hit wonder-type bands from the 90s that are yeah. all, yeah. Wow, I want to know that. It'd be weird. It'd be fun, I think, probably. <laughs> no Some kidding. bands just do their own, though, like, their naked ladies yeah, have that yeah. cruise. The Slackers do one, there's lots of yeah. bands, yeah. Weezer has that cruise. Right, yeah, yeah. It's, like, one of the biggest cruises. Really? And it's just, like, a boat full of Weezer fans, yeah. I think that's a thing now, that, like, cruise, like, all these people who can afford to do cruises, I guess, are doing cruises. Yeah. There's, there's a really good reggae one, actually. It's, um... And there's like 40 like reggae artists from the past 40, 50 years on it. And every time it's in the lineup, I'm just like, I want to cry because I want to go so bad. <laughs> but it's, you know, the cost is so prohibitive, like, you know, even to get, even to get down to Miami where it starts from, and, you know, so. Yeah. Although it'll never happen, but I like to look yeah. at and, and imagine I was there. But, yeah. Maybe one day you'll incidentally be in Miami at the start of a reggae cruise. Maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe one, one day I won't be afraid of going to the States. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was that fit the robot theme for sure. I mean, I, I guess Iron Man... Somewhat of a robot. Is he? That's what I was kind of. Well, wondering. he's a guy in a suit, right? He's like a, a robot, robot with a creamy human center. Yeah, they're perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really gross way of putting him in. It's delicious. It's disgusting. His heart is robotic. His heart is robotic. Yeah, it keeps him alive. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, I guess the suit is robotic, right? So yeah, fair enough. For all anyone on the outside knows, it's a robot. Yeah. I wonder if the actual original song is about the character, though, or it's just like Ozzy just made up a character called Iron Man. Because the song doesn't really talk to about. Like the comic book guy ever. I used to always think it was about the Iron Giant. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it almost seems like it'd be more about someone like that, like missing the lyrics, than about yeah. the superhero. I don't know. That was cool. Though. Yeah, I love Black Sabbath, and the Cardigans are really good too. Good choice. Um, okay, so back to still robots, but not that robots. <laughs> um, you mentioned earlier that you have a new record you're working on. Yeah. What can you tell us about that? Um, should I say what it's called? Us being me and the listeners. Oh, I don't know. You can. It's what? been hashtagged a little bit, but yeah. maybe you want to keep it close to the vest. <laughs> no, no, I think I'm okay with saying it. Okay. To like whoever listens to this podcast, super exclusive. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're um, in here first, <laughs> or not? <laughs> it's called Perfection Salad. Um, mm. so it's like you know what a perfection salad is. It's like a Jello salad that has like. Shrimp and celery. Is that an actual thing? Yeah, it's totally disgusting. It sounds horrible. It was big in like the. Oh, you made one. Fifties or whatever. Right. It's Jello and. Yeah, if you ever have seen, you know those things where you go on the internet, it's like disgusting 70s recipes? No, I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, and there's like all these pictures like this. It's like a big Jello mold with like. It looks like it has eyeballs in it. Those are olives. We made one that was like really fluorescent green and like made it very decorative, and that's the album cover. Oh, awesome. I'm so excited! That's awesome. 
So how, how far into the actual album are you? Is it recorded already? Uh, it's mostly recorded. We have a bit more recording stuff to finish up, and it's like sort of started mixed. The mixing is sort of started, but there's still a lot of work, so we're thinking it'll be out like in the fall. Cool. Is it a full length or EP? Or? It's eight songs, so I think that's full length, right? Is it? I don't know. I think so. <laughs> so <laughs> I, think I believe it's it is. Ten songs or forty minutes. Is oh, the, yeah, the time thing. Yeah. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. So I think I think we hit forty minutes with those eight songs. Oh yeah. So that's a full length, yeah. I don't think we I don't think it matters minutes. anymore. It doesn't really. I mean, yeah, like that's the thing. You can just kind of call everything. Well, because people are probably just listening to it digitally anyway, right? So they're not. They're yeah, like they're having. It's an album. Yeah, it's an album. Or, or one song they decide to choose and then skip ahead to seventeen other things and then come right. back. Yeah. <laughs> and is that uh, who you're recording with? I with Riley Hill again. Okay. Yeah, he seems like the guy. Seems to the guy everywhere. He's been on the show too, actually. I know I listened to that one. Everyone is, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like everyone is going to him. I think there's probably been at least fifteen people at that on the show over the years who've yeah. used him as it's crazy. Oh yeah, you guys do. Yeah, it's crazy. Did. Like he's just, yeah. yeah, just this past month. Oh really? That's awesome. Yeah, you recorded Bicycle Face. That's awesome. But mm-hmm. well, we did like even just the demos, which were kind of recorded piecemeal. At like I did my parts at my house. Oh, okay. we, like, rec- okay. we sent it by internet to each other. Yeah, and like we emailed cool. all the pieces and Riley mixed those just as like for like pre-production and everything. And even that mix sounded good, which cool. was like he's like. It was sparkly. It had magic. Yeah, <laughs> it was really nice. It was kind of nice. Though. So I'm excited knowing what the pre-production sounded like. like right, waiting for the real thing. Will, yeah. Yeah, and then like when we're actually doing it in front of like really good microphones and stuff. I'm cool. Excited for what it'll sound like. He's very good at like making people sound like what they sound yeah, like, but at their best. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because I don't think he has. I mean, you guys might disagree with me, but I've heard a lot of local albums that he's been involved with, and I don't know if he has a sound. That you can pick out, oh, hey, this is him, but it definitely so. sounds like who it is for sure. Yeah. I think people associate a lot of like um, shoegazy stuff with him just because a lot of like shoegazy bands have recorded with him right, and he's right. known for those, but. But I that's think, not necessarily his. Yeah, just, yeah, I think he actually hates Reverb. Okay. So, <laughs> well, he, he probably loathes those bands. Right? <laughs> he loves the bands, but Reverb's. It's just funny because like, people are, I think, are like, oh, yeah, he'll put a lot of Reverb if we record with him, but it's like not really the case. He's going to just be known as that guy. Yeah. <laughs> reverb Riley. <laughs> So how uh, you recorded most of it already, or yeah, we it's mostly recorded, but there's like some overdubs to do still, okay. and a, a couple things we might need to redo, and just like new ideas that have come up since we recorded too. That we're like, cool. oh, we need to add tambourine to the song, and like little things like that, or we've written harmonies or something. So yeah, and then we're hoping to kind of just build up to a release in the fall, and then hopefully tour it a little bit. Cool. Okay. Does touring affect? Uh... How does touring affect this band? Because everyone's in, you know, five or six other bands, it seems like. Well, the nice thing is that because we're all in five or six bands, we, our lifestyles are kind of built around being in bands, right. mostly, so we're pretty flexible. <laughs> but the timing must be difficult, right? Because, I mean, I'm sure, like, I mean, you go, like, our L's tours as well. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how does that... Bicycle Face touring? Uh, we're planning to in July, just a little one. Cool, cool. Yeah. So, yeah, how do you make all of this... Well, we haven't toured yet, so... Uh, <laughs> we just did a show in Saskatoon a couple of days ago. That's about the memo okay, that's we've done. We've done but yeah. we don't really have a new album to tour on. But right, until it comes out, yeah. Once this yeah. thing is out, I think... Someone just booked us by accident, and I got tagged <laughs> on Facebook. Like, it's like, this playing the show in Saskatoon at Van Gillies on May 21st with blah, 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 a la mode, and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what? So <laughs> yeah, you it? What's that? You actually went and played it? Yeah, we're like, well, we can do that. Blah, blah, blah is on the lineup. We gotta do it. <laughs> It's actually a decent way to book bands in a club. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys are playing. Yes. Right? <laughs> Nine hour drive. We'll come here for it. Uh, 
I need to own a bar and do that. Make a calendar of events just packed with everyone. Yeah. As long as they're a band that yeah is up on checking their face. Right, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess it's just like more of a matter of when one band has an album coming out, you kind of know there's be a block of time related to touring. Is that sort of the yeah work it out? Yeah, we're we're like planning to do it in like October, so people are kind of keeping that in mind. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tours, I guess, get booked pretty far in advance. Yeah, so right, of course, so you can kind of work, mm-hmm. work things around it. Hopefully. Yeah. I always find tours fascinating because I've only played shows in Manitoba. Like, I've been to outside of Winnipeg, but not very far. Mm. So it's always, you know, interesting to hear how it works. Like, especially, I always feel like the work-life work, work life tour balance has got to be difficult. I mean, especially yeah. if you're all in different bands, too. It's, it yeah. seems like a challenge. It is. But yeah. we, like, even, uh, like, Eagle Like Owls, we did just, like, a one-week tour we did like five shows in alberta at the end of march beginning of april and like nathan cron our cellist couldn't make it right, right and him like he plays cello and he switches off on bass sometimes when ava plays lead guitar and she switches off the bass for guitar so okay we had to work around that so we just got a friend of ours to play bass full time cool cool and so which was nice it was kind of sad to like not have one of the members of the band there, but mm-hmm. sometimes you just have to yeah work around stuff like that yeah because yeah. the tour is the tour right this is kind of yeah. set in stone yeah. yeah making it work I stuck in this life so <laughs> cool oh, that's, <laughs> that's the song I picked for the show yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's I would like to hear that guys robots, robots. Like, you can make robots work that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> actually <really good> one. <laughs> I kind of wish you were actually there. <laughs> it's a really good connection oh. so um <laughs> With the, with the robot song thing, I'm going to pick something. And uh, like I said before, I love robots. <laughs> I'm not going to pick any of my own songs because this is too weird to do that. Like, I feel really awkward doing that. Cause you should! I'm not gonna, okay, okay. <laughs> but I'm going to pick another local band. So I'm going to at least stay stay local. And uh, do you guys remember um, RWPO? Were you ever... They were a Winnipeg porn orchestra? No. They were... Um, uh, do you know Bacteria Buffet Records? I've heard the name. Okay, well back in, I guess, the early 2000s, uh, late, they started in the late 90s. It was called RWPO, stood for Royal Winnipeg Porn Orchestra. And it was right when um, kind of the the Winnipeg Ska scene was really big. There was a whole lot of Milka Jake and Experiters, My Shitty Band, Grandpa's Army, uh, The Racketeers, <laughs> stuff like that. Everyone, there was a big Ska scene happening, right? Because it was right kind of at the time when the third wave of Ska was huge everywhere, so late mm-hmm. 90s. Oh, like, and was that Subsidy Dwellers? Subsidies were a little after that. Oh, okay. But RWPO kind of existed from the 90s, late 90s onwards into the 2000s. So they were around at the same time as Subsidy, mm. uh, also. But they were kind of, um, I mean, everyone else was like, we were all wearing stupid suits and, you know, big horn sections and stuff. Nice. They were always really drunk writing songs about Porters of the Prairie. And, <laughs> like, you know, they had a tuba player. They had all kinds of ridiculous stuff. Like, they'd be running around naked on stage wearing togas. Just a complete, like, clown show kind of. It was really entertaining, but you never know, uh, like, what to expect because it was very um, sort of in-your-face and weird and, and super, super Manitoba-focused in the lyrics. They've got some songs oh. about the Jets and about, you know, Portage and, and things like that. Awesome. And so they, um, the guy, one of the guys who was in the band, who was like the, the main kind of driving force behind it, he was also one of the main people who ran Bacteria Buffet Records. And um, that label was around mid-2000s and they put out, for about 10 years I think, and they put out most of the ska that was happening in the city at that point. So bands like the Barrymore's and the Afterbeat and uh, Greg Milka Crow and, and things like that. And uh, they put out a couple of RDPO records, which never, I don't think they sold very well because it was too kind of locally. Okay. People who hadn't seen them live wouldn't know what to do with it because it's too weird. <laughs> <laughs> if you've seen them live, you understand that, you know, this is a band where people are trying to throw beer bottles into the tuba player's tuba and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, on the record, it, I mean, it was great. I, I still have their albums. I love them. But I don't know if it's something that's necessarily going to sell to a crowd that has no idea who they are. Yeah. But anyway, the label put out a bunch of compilations. Um, 
called Peg City Skank, and it was just a collection of local ska bands. And I guess it, the attempt was to sort of break Winnipeg as a big ska market, sort of how Montreal had been in the 90s. And I don't think it really worked. I mean, some of those bands went on to bigger and better things, like Subcity did pretty well. Um, I guess the Afterbeat, you know, they weren't a Budweiser commercial, so they must have done pretty well. Oh, well. Um, things like that. But um, anyway, these compilations were just kind of like a calling card for Winnipeg ska sort of thing. And RWPO had a song on the second one, and the song's called I'm Afraid of Robots. So when the robot thing came up, I thought, this is perfect. Nice. It's an absolutely ridiculous song. Um, it's about robots cutting people's hair. Uh, <laughs> the vocals are very strange. <laughs> and it's like this weird kind of um, weird reggae thing about robots cutting people's hair. And I honestly have no idea what is going on, like where this came from. It's, it, <laughs> their other stuff was normally weird, but this is like a different kind of weird. And it's funny because that compilation like like i said the idea was to kind of push the local ska scene yeah. to a wider audience and that is the song that i remember the most of everything on there <laughs> <All right. laughs> it was like this i feel like it was this weird thing they'd recorded and they just needed to figure out a way to release it somehow so they just threw yeah. it on the comp yeah because it wasn't on any of their albums it was just this like sort of afterthought and then that's the one that stuck in my head so when robots came up it's the first thing i thought of and i initially thought well i don't know if i can play that but then yeah i'm gonna play that so perfect Hey, is this a ska party? Wow, there are a lot of pretty girls. Super heavy reggae at hotmail.com. That's where you can reach me, girls. Here we go. I'm afraid of robots and I really don't care as long as I do fun things like cut my hair for me and my long hair. I'm afraid of robots and I really don't care as long as they do fun things like cut people's hair for them and their long hair. Mommy's in the kitchen and she's cooking a ham And daddy's in the forest and he's chopping down wood for my For my long hair I am in the living room cutting my hair Cause it's getting long and people start to stare at my At my long hair I'm afraid of robots and I really don't care As long as they do fun things like cut my hair for me And my long hair I'm afraid of robots and I really don't care As long as they do fun things like cut people's hair for them And their long hair Mommy's in the kitchen and she's cooking a ham And daddy's in the forest and he's chopping down wood for my For my long hair I am in the living room cutting my hair Cause it's getting long and people start to stare at my At my long hair I'm afraid of robots and I really don't care As long as they do fun things like cut my hair for me And my long hair I'm afraid of robots and I really don't care As long as they do fun things like cut people's hair for them And their long hair Yeah, I heard a shaggy Yeah, that guy's whiter than me like John Ralston Salt, I like to bear it all Married to Adrian Clarkson, who's the governor general Yeah, she's real smart, enjoys fancy art Hangs out at the Safeway by the shopping cart Saying, whoa This is the fish and chips rap Studio One style I'm afraid of robots and I really don't care As long as they do fun things like cut people's hair for them And their long hair 
Mommy's in the kitchen and she's cooking a ham And daddy's in the forest and he's chopping down wood for my For my long hair I am in the living room cutting my hair Cause it's getting long and people start to stare at my At my long hair I'm afraid of robots and I'm afraid of robots and I'm afraid of robots and I'm afraid of robots 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 Quite frankly I think the robots get a bad break Cruising with his mullet left hand on the wheel Some say he's a bullet, some say made of steel Got no rhyme or reason, just rubber and road No, no stops this season, his engine's never cold He's a station wagon man He's a station wagon man He's a station wagon man At his side, his wife Pam the Atomic Hillbilly Dub Machine. Two cup holders for one large drink. He drives with a purpose sometimes just to think. When he finds a robot on the side of the road, he puts them in his trunk for his car to hold. He's the station wagon man. He's the station wagon man. He's the station wagon man. At his side, his wife Pam. That was uh, I'm Afraid of Robots by WPO. And yeah, it's like, it's pretty awesome. That was awesome. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I like his voice. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. They, um, I highly recommend people dig up RWPO stuff. I mean, I'm sure most of it's out of print now. Their first tape is actually on the Witch Police site for free download from like 96 or 97. Whoa. I had a copy of it and I asked them at the time, well, not at the time, but like early, you know, 10 years ago or something, hey, can I digitize this? So Yeah. It's up there. It's very low quality recording, as you'd imagine, from a, like a DIY tape from the mid nineties. But it's up there. And their other albums are great too. They have one uh, actually that fits in the robots perfectly called uh, Cinco Seconds and the Chicken Robotico. I don't know if it's uh, in print anymore. Probably not. But it has uh, a whole pile of remixes. One they had, they had a French rapper in the band. Uh, it was called MC Poon the Loon, and um, he uh, that album has like six or seven or maybe more remixes of the same song with your rapper on it. <laughs> And the remixes aren't, I mean, I wouldn't call them good, but, like, they're, they're funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, here's the disco remix or whatever, and then, you know, it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then a whole bunch of prank calls with no punchline at the end, too, as a secret tracks and stuff, so... Highly recommend it. Nice. Right. Check them out. But, yeah, uh, so I, and you guys maybe are not as afraid of robots as that guy is, but um, I, like the, I like the connection. Robots and fear and hair. Is anyone afraid of robots? Uh, I don't know. Like, you guys, like, like, here in the room here? Is anyone depends on the kind of robot, specific I Specific fear? I guess I'm afraid that, like, robots will take up too, like, will take over the world, so to speak. Like, yeah. like artificial like, intelligence yeah. will, like, become self-aware and, like... So realize. that almost seems like a more realistic fear, where I'm thinking, like, you know, evil space robots coming to, like, you know, very sci-fi kind of style, yeah. coming yeah. in armies to take over the world and subjugate all this. That's realistic, too, though. Is like, it? Well, I mean, only, <laughs> like... You have to imagine aliens are not, if, like, they ever came here, they're not coming here to, like, say hi. We <laughs> need your stuff. They might be more say peaceful it. than us, because they would be wiser. Who's more peaceful than Earth? <laughs> 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 oh, 
Aww. we're coming here to make Earth great again. I've heard from some crazy religion that Earth is the the most corrupt of all the planets. So. Oh yeah. I like that there's a religion that acknowledges like <laughs> why the planets and stuff. Who's the least corrupt? I, yeah. I don't know. They didn't say any specifics. Okay. That sounds like well, there's lots of cults that are like focused around space and stuff too, right? So yeah. Space, yeah, yeah. I I'd be more afraid of a haircutting robot, I think, than <laughs> I would yeah. not trust it. You yeah. Yeah. Like right up there yeah. in yeah. your space. Yeah. 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 There's actually I guess this is I don't know if this is quite a robot. This is automation, though. Like, we were when we were on tour in Alberta in Lethbridge, there's, and they're starting to get these more and more. There's like kiosks in McDonald's yeah. now, those touchscreen yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. But like, you don't even deal with a human until they hand you your food at the very end. Well, they have those drink machines now everywhere. Like, you know, it used to be like you go to the fountain drink. And oh, the drink was, yeah, with like the screen. Now there's a crazy computer and you can put all kinds of flavors in and stuff. Yeah. And it just, the temptation to pick a bunch of flavors that would be horrible together. Yeah. Just because you can do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Vanilla That's lemon true. cherry. Yeah, and for them, they're like, oh, fine, go for it. Like, ruin your drink and have to order another one. Exactly. We don't mind. Yeah, But you can. Vanilla yeah. lemon together, eh? It's not a good idea. No. I tried it. Because I, I, I had oh, to do it. I was did. like, I need yeah. to trust all these bugs. Does it work? Okay. No. Unless you do it. <laughs> they allow you to. It's the error message. It's not like, stop. It's like, error. Error. Are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah. 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 Are you sure? Yeah. Your terrible flavor crashed yeah. the machine. Yeah. <laughs> Vanilla, lemon, raspberry, ginger ale, Dr. Pepper. So the robots do take over all we have to do, all we have to do to defeat them is to make sure to order bad tasting yeah, drinks. Yeah, and they just crack, they won't be able to handle can Before you enslave us, can I get <laughs> great vanilla soda? Yeah. I wonder how long it is till that's the norm though everywhere, like those McDonald's ones. I mean, that's gonna be like, I can imagine places like Walmart and shit having yeah. robots, you know, near future. And that's the yeah. thing is like they're and at the same time like I know like in the states they're talking about like raising the minimum wage and I guess yeah. they kind of are everywhere and they're like it'll put people out of jobs like no it won't it's like well but at the same time they're conveniently now switching a lot of things over like that like I guess I think Burger King is buying in big on those oh, really? kiosks too uh, in the states at least and that's kind of sad eventually like, everything will be that and there'll be no jobs everyone will just be walking around pressing buttons someone's got to make sure the hamburgers are cooked that's it right, there's going to be one guy there making sure it's not pink yet or pink still and then like well and then like five guys to service the robots when they, they yeah when <laughs> <laughs> someone orders a horrible combination until they get a robot that does that too <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. surly robot coming over <laughs> fixing stuff <laughs> we still have to make it seem human enough like, yeah yeah <laughs> I almost feel like at least that's not the type of uh, like those robots that look human are so creepy. The ones that they make, you know, they show them off, and those every once in a while you see one in the news, and it's like yeah. this robot that looks just horrifyingly human. Like it's like that uncanny yeah. valley thing going on. I don't like those. Uh, if I if I if we're gonna be overrun by robots, I want them to be like Jetsons type robots. You know, I want to have yeah like big and boxy and with that voice, that computer voice and stuff. No flashless too. No flash. <laughs> it's too creepy. Flashing robots are just terrifying. What would you like a robot to do? I don't know. I mean, if you could have a robot that does like a, a servant a robot function you want, yeah, like come and sit uh, by my bed at night. <laughs> <laughs> just, leave. just look at you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> would it be a fleshy robot or like one of those fleshy ones? Must be one of the fleshy ones. Oh, oh creepy. <laughs> Yeah, they never have any hair, right? Yeah, They're no, always no. bald. No eyebrows. Going to the yeah. Horrifying. <laughs> just feed your cat. Your cat just doesn't trust it. <laughs> your cat just dies of starvation. Yeah. <laughs> it won't eat with the robots. Yeah. <laughs> what about your demo? Actually, massage robot. Yeah, that'd be right. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can yes. see that. And it knows when you need it. 
Yeah. Like, just like comes up behind you and you're on your computer like, oh, how did you know? Maybe it's not a robot that went and got things for you. Like if you're busy and you need to go to the store for something. It's just like, That'd be nice. Never have to get up. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have to get up to do the things you're doing, but if you run out of whatever, then you said Cream robot. for your coffee? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Go yeah. get cream. <laughs> I like it, go get cream and like I'm not even gonna ask. <laughs> you can buy, you can steal it. Yeah. Just come back, back with cream. Yeah. It just stands there and whirs for a minute and then opens yeah. up its belly yeah. and gives yeah. you. Knew what I wanted. Where well, I don't know. That's the thing from? too, though. Like robots making their own food for you and stuff. Like, does it matter if it looks like it as long as it tastes like it? Because I mean, astronauts eat, you know. Glop and it tastes like yeah. 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 I, I mean, I might be okay with a robot making glop for me as long as it tastes good. Glop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you make spaghetti glop? Yeah. Oh. It's a weird, it's a weird tangent. <laughs> robots. Yeah. This is why it's such a fun topic. It is. It's a good one. Yeah. Because I mean, like I said at the beginning, like the the theme word often will dictate the conversation. Sometimes it just doesn't. Sometimes depending on what the theme is, I want to play a song and it's just. Crickets, like no one has anything to say about the song or the topic. <laughs> it's like, so when are you guys playing a show next? Yeah. <laughs> it kind of skips, but yeah, what's so our theme this week is sadness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I <laughs> know, uh, but traumatic has been one. Oh, which was oh, awful. And actually... the same guy, he was on, he's been on a few times, and he had traumatic and noose. Oh, just like, <laughs> no, just like the words. And this is about a year and a half apart, too, so it was like, just complete. I felt bad for wow. him. This had therapy. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a country singer, so it kind of worked out. Okay, but yeah. But like the sadness, right? So he, you yeah. know, he has a good things. So, so it was cool. But uh, so yeah, when's your next show? <laughs> the serious question is: I mean, the two of you are kind of switching positions here. So what's what's mm-hmm. happening there? How, why is that happening? How is that transition uh, happening? I'm moving away, so uh, so all my musical things are, are done. Oh, really? Next month, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and so as it so happens, since like uh, like our other band, Eagle Owls, is ending. Uh, Ava is out of uh, a project that takes Down a band. some yeah. amount of time. So uh, I was like, yeah, uh, there is an opening, and Ava is, yeah, like a, a very skilled guitar player. So we figured it would yeah, be cool. Yeah, it was perfect. So I was like trying to think of guitars. I'm like, there's nobody. Like, who could it be? And then you're like, maybe Ava. I was like, perfect. And yeah. then I liked like another girl in the band is kind of right. nice. Like, you're cool too, Andy, but like... <laughs> no, I think that's cool too, and I'm glad it's someone who's like chill, because everyone in Alamode is very chill, and I I was worried for the band to have someone come in who's like, you know what I mean, like, when you left, the guy took over, <laughs> super stressed all the time, and like really miserable, and won't listen to anything, I was like, I don't want that. Yeah, so. it's true. It needs to be like someone we all get along with. Mm-hmm. And I guess if you already knew each other too, that's a good fit, right? For sure. Like, and I'm like yeah. good friends with your brother. Like I'm at this house all the time, so yeah. it's all it works. All in the yeah. family. That's cool. Is yeah. there? Sorry. No. Oh, it's like about as smooth as someone taking over in a band could be because like it's yeah. not there's no bad feelings. It's and just plus, like, you guys know how to communicate with each other about playing guitar together because that you already do that in another band yeah the right. three of us have actually had uh, a number of jams here in the house oh cool okay. kind of okay. transition jams yeah transition like here's how to play a couple of the specific yeah. parts cool. and then whatever yeah it's really easy to learn the parts because i'm already familiar with andy's style and right really and like, i i'm not a great player so i don't <laughs> write anything difficult <laughs> it's not nothing is difficult but you write really good parts that yeah. are suitable is it just kind of at this point you're just learning Exactly how they're written, and then eventually you'll kind of bring your own 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, for the most part, I'm just learning them pretty much note for note, the right. way that Andy's doing it. I'm changing some things because I don't like playing with a capo because I, it's one of those things that I will just forget to bring to the <laughs> right. and then you gotta, and, yeah, and yeah. then and then what will I do? I can't play the songs. Right. It's just that's that's it. It's like pencil and elastic band yeah. or <laughs> something. Um, and also, I don't like retuning between songs, right, so right. it's a laziness. Yeah. I'm putting in extra effort now to be lazier. Later. <laughs> but those are the only changes I'm making so far. Cool. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, there's a couple of new songs that the band, there's at least one I can think of that the band hasn't played live yet, so it's not really locked in what's going on. Okay. So those okay. are going to be like, you're going to just write that, your own ticket on those things. But the Banshees one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna add some wah pedal. Cool. Yeah. Oh. Is there um, like a sizable catalog already that, that's been built up that you have to learn, or is it? We probably have about fifteen songs that we've okay. done. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's doable. Or it's not not too. Yeah. yeah. We take a long time for songs. We don't like jam it out and then it's like ready. We take like five practices before okay. we would even consider putting it at a show. At least five, maybe more. Yeah, I feel like more. We're pretty finicky, I guess. Is that like collectively all of you are kind of like that? Yeah. Or? Yes. We're also still changing old songs. Yeah. <laughs> like, we'll come up with a new working. idea that's like legitimately good, and we're like, okay, we have to work on this because right. this is. We're pretty detail oriented for some reason. I think mm-hmm. part of it is because like at least two of us are like music students, so we've right. been taught to like look at the theory of everything and break everything down and analyze it. So we tend to do that and get really caught up in the details, which <laughs> is fun. We really enjoy that. Now there's gonna be three. Yeah, no, it's going to be yeah. three of us. Oh. Yeah, it's fun learning music like that because I to learn it, I have to listen to it so many times. Yeah. And when there are, like, when it is so composed and, like, there's so many little details, it makes it, like, really interesting, like, seeing how those parts fit in rather than having to just, like, chord along to something or, like... Right. Well, it's very different than also if you're starting from scratch, too, right? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it would be a weird position to be in, I guess, to... Yeah. It was doing a really good job. We've had a jam with her already, and the whole band was, like, so impressed. Cool. Oh, thanks, cool. guys. <laughs> <laughs> so when, when, when have you, have you played live, I guess? Nope. When is that happening? Is that kind of... We don't have any shows planned exactly yet. We want to play a couple times this summer. Cool. I was talking to a local band today about a show, but there's no dates or anything. Oh, and we're doing Harvest Moon. That's not till September, though, so we definitely want to play before then. But yeah, we'll be playing on a Saturday. Cool. Just to, I mean, I don't want to sidetrack too much, but you mentioned that your your bands are all ending. Mm -hmm. How many bands are you in other than these two? Uh, Oh, that's just those. Just two? Yeah. So is Eagle Lake Lake Owls having some kind of finale thing going on? I mean, this show's going to be not air for a couple weeks, but uh, I don't know if it'll be too late for for that. Uh, Well, June, yeah, June 3rd, we're playing in Regina uh, because it's our favorite city, I think, to play (laughs) in. They like us so much there. Yeah, we actually, like, there's people we don't know who come to see us and buy our stuff, so it's like, that's the only That's good, that's what you want to do? Yeah, it's it's weird to get that feeling, so that we get a warm welcome there when we play, so we're doing that, and then the next night, June 4th, we're doing, releasing that new CD uh, at the Cavern. Cool, that'll probably be, yeah, this will probably come on shortly after that, but... Cool, uh, thanks for coming, guys. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, is it... It was great to see you there. Are you making a big deal of it or anything? I mean, I don't know what I'm talking about now because it's already over, but I mean, I haven't seen, I didn't realize that the band was ending. I've, I mean, yeah, yeah, I don't think I officially put the word out on like our Facebook or website okay. yet, but I've put it on my Facebook and stuff. Right, so people who know you already are aware that. Yeah, it's too bad because uh, our new CD I'm really happy with, our EP, but yeah. at least it's not, you know, we're not dwindling down into a breakup. It's yeah. like yeah. I, I'm moving and we have this really nice record to put out. So. Yeah. It's a good, way, a good thing to end on, I guess, yeah. 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 
kind of sad, but you know, good way to. Yeah, no, I was. Yeah, it's, it's a big bummer. But and I guess you're not replaceable. Eh? They can't. They can't just switch you over. The band has talked about continuing to yeah. play the songs without any vocals. <laughs> they just That's what you need a robot for. Yeah, yeah. A robot with a recording of you singing. Yeah. Man, they got really good. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds the same every show. Yeah. Does uh, someone else want to pick a robot song? Can I keep that moving. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go or do you want me to go? Yeah. You go. Okay. Um, yeah, mine uh, is it's short, so yeah, it's a good like second one, not a finale. Um, it's by a band called Rock Plaza Central who I don't think they're together anymore, but they're from Toronto, and they were one of those, when, in that time when like every band had to have like nine people in it. They were one of those. Uh, and they wrote, wrote this song called, or uh, an album called Are We Not Horses, and it's about robotic horses. Sounds good already. Like, that just run and run all day, and, and are in danger of becoming aware that they're robots. And so it deals with a lot of existential questions filtered through that story of, Robotic horses. Cool. Oh. So the song, so yeah, funny. and the song is one of my favorite songs ever. So I was really happy to get to pick it. It's called "When We Go, How We Go," Part One. Some horse music, kind of robot horses. Yeah, robot horses. It's pretty good. What's the name of that group again? Rock Plaza Central. I think I've heard that before. It's, I think it's like one of those bands where I, I've heard so many bands just from reading music magazines, listening to podcasts, yeah. and radio stuff. 
And there's tons of them that's like, oh yeah, that name is super familiar, but I, I wouldn't have associated that kind of music with them. It's just like yeah, it's a name I'd very, seen somewhere, and then yeah, yeah. The name doesn't quite fit for what they do, but yeah, they're they had like one song from that album that got picked up by Pitchfork. They wrote okay. a really good review of it, and they posted the video and stuff. This is like ten over ten years ago now, but it, they got a lot of play out of that. It was cool. very like. It was sort of. It sounded a lot like Two Headed Boy by Neutral Milk Hotel, but with nine people playing it. Okay. And so it, had, it was just this giant grand. That album was amazing, the whole thing front to back. So cool. Yeah, they were a good band. I don't. I don't think they do anything anymore, though, as far as I know. Okay. Um, so one thing I, I usually ask early on in the show, and I just didn't, is um, how do you define the sound of this? I know everyone hates the question because it's you know genres are so kind of fluid nowadays everyone's like a subgenre of this and this and this and combined but what do you i mean what do you call it how do you how do you define it? if someone hasn't heard it before they're hearing the show and they want to know what you know they've heard all this other stuff <laughs> they know what kind of music you play what what is elbowed uh i'm trying to remember all those hilarious like fake genres that we were talking about that one time but yeah, <laughs> post whatever anyways yeah i always find i always like post and then like a genre that doesn't exist right, 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 right. <laughs> so you have to learn about that genre and post then figure out well, what post doesn't even mean it. it's so confusing anyway what that even means when you do yeah. something yeah. is there pre-punk yes I was in a band that had a robot dancing robot which was with this thing Whoa. and we someone called us pre-punk art terror which I ended up using <laughs> as like it was the best good. Was, yeah. Yeah. we don't have anything like that yet someone just called us on the internet and I was like this is what the band is this is perfect there's also this <laughs> description of the band like the quick Twitter bio. Oh yeah, that. okay. Well, that might work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, there's two, and this is this is written by a bass player, and he also had another one that I really liked. Um, this one's songs like a patched up summer dress you wear to sign on rainy days. That's his description for this okay. tour bio. He also has called it heart pop, which I really like. Heart pop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I say I use dream pop when people ask. Oh hi. It's got oh, a bit okay. of a dreamy feel. Yeah. yeah. I think heart, heart pop it evokes something. I mean, I, I, yeah. I have an idea in my head of what heart pop is. I don't know if it's the same as everyone else thinking when they hear hard part, but yeah. it's something happens when you hear that. Yeah. Maybe let's let's coin post heart pop. Post heart pop. <laughs> After you have a heart. Right. Post heart pop. Yeah. Post heart pop. <laughs> All right. What would that be? Just further confuse people. I hear it. I hear yeah. it. But I mean, aside from the kind of more um, like those, those are I love. Descriptions like that, like you know, heart pop and things like that, three punk art terror. Okay, so you something specific. Something that people can kind of peg to a, a sound very easily. I think just like if this is not too vague, like indie pop. Super vague. Very <laughs> <laughs> Well, just because indie means what does indie even mean anymore? Like right, I yeah. know it means not Hot 103 or whatever. The right. Well, no, but it, I saw like there's that band Imagine Dragons okay, yeah. that are like such a major label. Oh, band. they're indie, right? And it was like they got described as like indie rock. I'm like they're on Warner, like yeah, that's yeah. not. <laughs> but I don't think indie means independent anymore. I don't think it's meant that for like a decade yeah, or more. But right? even what I think indie means, they're not. But yeah, I don't know what it means. Kind of describes like sort of a sound, right? I, yeah, I guess think so, of like yeah. Arcade Fire as being yeah, like yeah. the definitive indie so. sound, but yeah, maybe that's. Just like, when I you of... don't need a chorus, maybe that's what indie is. <laughs> like, oh, that whole song went by and it was like four minutes. There's no chorus. Oh, really. well, that's not us then. That might be an indie. But then well, it's not like a defining thing. But if a song is that, I feel like that oh, okay. might be a definition. <laughs> but that would include stuff like Triumph by Wu Tang, which is not a chorus, and that's not indie pop. <laughs> in it's indie. Right. It's post indie. Right, post indie art. <laughs> <Post-indie. laughs> I don't know. I don't know. 
Something pop for sure. Pop is good. Synth, maybe synth pop ish. Synth -pop. Yeah. But it's, it's not that synth based though. Like there's synth, but there's also electric guitar, you know? Right. Would synth pop have been more suited to the like the earlier incarnation of it? or? No. Maybe. Is it, it a little, is it a little shoegazy or is that no. a heavier genre? So. Because it's, it does have like so much, so many effects and like pedals going. Yeah, I think it's too reverb. cerebral. Cerebral pop. Mm. Cerebral heart. Cerebral Post heart. heart pop. <laughs> Brain and head pop art. Pop. Sorry. Just pop music. Similar <laughs> artists. Yeah, similarly, that's a good way to do it. Similar artists. Right, yeah. okay. Um, or even not similar artists, but is there someone influences? that collectively. The group could kind of say, everyone in the group would say, you know, even though everyone's bringing different stuff to the table, yeah. oh yeah, we all like the. Well, I think there's like two influences. Like, there'd be the influences for the songs, yeah. like as a songwriter, but then there'd be the influences for us as a band and like our collective sound. Um, like, for songwriting, I guess I would say like Bright Eyes was a big influence on okay. me and a lot of 90s pop, like No Doubt and like Alanis Morissette and stuff, probably just because I listened to it so much, you can't deny that that like influences you. Yes, yeah, and like the right. Cardigans, yeah. maybe I have never stopped listening to them. Always, uh, yeah, I, I love the band always, yeah. and we really like them in general. Like, cool. they're just so good, right? Yeah, they're good, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're so jangly, I love that. Uh, so I like the term jangly, I find it really descriptive. Yeah, like there's a lot of bands you say they're jangly, say, I know what that is. Jangly yeah. pop yeah, is jangly. like an actual <laughs> genre yeah, yeah, now, yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I kind of miss when the music industry was more kind of this, uh, well, I don't miss it, but back when it like dominated everything and decided which categories were everything, it was so much easier. Yeah. I think that wall started breaking in the 90s when alternative happened. Because alternative meant this huge oh, alternative, and you're like, alternative became almost indie. everything. Yeah. But I remember being able to say I listened to alternative music, yeah. and then I didn't have to explain anything because people could... Whatever they wanted to assume that was. Yeah. It or was they probably just right. didn't want to crack that open, right? Right. right. Like, oh, yeah. I don't want to ask what that means. <laughs> and at least one of the things they thought it was is probably accurate to what I listened to when I said that. So, yeah. I like, okay, you're, oh, you're good. Yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay, would you say this is a, a good um, comparison of Montreal? Because of the people always of that, see yeah. the the weird chords, like people are always like, "Oh, those chords are so weird" or whatever. And I know that, like, I love the of Montreal chords. And I think maybe they are influenced. Yeah, I have thought sure. about Montreal yeah. listening to some okay. of the songs. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. So that's probably a good comparison. Cool. So people listen to that, and then you know what this sounds like. <laughs> maybe <laughs> sort of. You'll know what it's, you get an influence. It's a really hard question. I, like, yeah. it's really hard to ask anyone who's not. I mean, because there are some bands who are just strictly a thing. Right? I mean, you could be like. I mean, I know a lot of people who play country music, and it's very easy to define what they do because they play country music. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, you can you can get deeper into it, whether it's roots country or folk country. But you say country music, people know what it is, and there's not it's not like it's not as ambiguous as indie or as yeah. you know, and even pop. Like pop means so many different things too, right? It's it's hard, but uh, yeah, it's, it's, so it's good to get a couple like signposts to sort of. Yeah. Into it, yeah. Mm -hmm. and I like I also kind of like it when I ask that question to a band. And there's just a, immediately an argument about what influence there are. <laughs> yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't like that band. <laughs> four of them, it's five people, four of them absolutely agree on one artist, and then you go to the fifth guy, he's like, no, I hate them. <laughs> and then they question why the guy's in the band. The first yeah. <laughs> yeah. They break up immediately after the podcast. <laughs> but uh, let's get to another um, robot song. I think we have one more choice left. So what do you got? Yeah, um, Hearts by Patrick Watson from his newest album, Love Songs for Robots. Hearts, watch them falling, watch them shatter. 
together Cause they can see Where they're going They're just following Under the weather They're following each other
right, that was uh, that was very pretty. So nice little song, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was good. So that guy, um, how long has he been around? I mean, I've been for the name lots over the years. I think she's been. Yeah. Wasn't like at least ten years. Yeah, I feel like oh, mm-hmm. oh, four or five. He put out his first okay, record, okay. and then I I heard him first in oh, eight, I believe, and that was like three albums ago already, or two albums ago. Yeah, that's someone else who I've heard of a lot, but haven't really heard much. I mean, I've heard a couple songs, but I like those. Yeah, well, we went some. Me and Domo and Nicole was there too, actually. Oh, yeah. um, that's uh, when he played with the Garrick last fall and that was my favorite concert I've ever been to. It was really? So, so good. Wow. That's a, you know, it's kind of pretty high praise favorite concert ever. Like it, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It was very, like, it was pretty intimate so it was that kind of experience where, like, there were moments where, like, the whole room, you, you knew everyone in the whole room was hearing the exact same thing mm-hmm. in the same cool. way as you and you're like, whoa. Yeah, I saw him back when the West End Cultural Center was smaller and it was... Before they had the loft thing in there and stuff? Yeah. Like yeah. Probably the same kind of thing, just yeah. like really close. He yeah. came out into the crowd and played the last song on acoustic instruments cool. amongst everyone. Has he gotten bigger to the point where he's playing venues where that doesn't exist anymore? Because I, I found that happens sometimes. You see someone in a small venue and they, they get bigger, which is great. Yeah. But then he kind of sucks the, the, the intimacy out of it. Yeah, well, I know he, he played he plays like Oceaga and stuff like that. Right. Um, but I mean, locally, has he played anywhere that's kind of a bigger... Here? I mean, the Garrick's where I saw him, right. so that's right. not that big. I guess it's already a step from the West End, though, right? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. But, yeah, like he's... I don't know. We actually we saw him on... We passed him on the sidewalk right before the concert. Yeah, like, oh, really? That, he had, like, his hood down and, like, totally was looking down. He's like, yeah, he did We knew it was him, or, like, yeah. he didn't look like he wanted to be bothered, so... Yeah. I guess you have to make that decision whether you want to arrest yeah. someone. And, yeah. I hear he's extremely pleasant. He probably was just, like, needed to be in his zone before yeah. the show, so... Yeah. Cool, well, that was a good pick. And uh, I like the uh, idea of, uh, you know, robots in the title of the album, too. Mm-hmm. So it was good. It was good to have robots in the title of the album. <laughs> um, but we do, you're going to play a live song, which is very exciting. But before we do that, um, at the end of each show, we like to do kind of a rundown and let people know where they can hear our guest music, where they can hear more episodes of the show, where they can hear other things that are related. Um, so let's just start, I guess, with Alamo music. What's the best way for someone to check it out if they're hearing about the band for the first time? Uh, on our band camp. Okay. So you can Google it. Um, and keep your eye out for the album in the fall. And the Bandcamp just has uh, three songs? It just has three songs. You can also go on YouTube and look up, um, like in the last few years, every summer I've made like a music video right, collaboratively yeah. with people, so you can also check those out. There's at least one song that isn't on the album. Mm-hmm. Comedy? Yeah, there's two that are not, so. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. And is there, what's the best way, you know, to get in touch too? I mean, you, uh, you have all social media stuff. Like uh, true zero four. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that if you want. <laughs> uh, I have no idea who's listening to this right now. So I don't know Facebook message, yeah. Right? yeah. So Facebook, Twitter, Twitter all that stuff. Twitter's right? good. Yeah. Uh, all of it. I don't know. Okay. And is there anything coming up for the band in the next few months? That or, I, mean, uh, I know the album is in the works, but yeah, we'll definitely play a couple of shows this summer, and then Harvest Moon Festival um, in the fall. Cool. Okay. And then we've already established that you're moving away, so your bands are done, yeah. but. Uh, Eagle Like Always was that album? Yeah, you can go find that uh, everywhere by the time this is out. The release is May 31st. So yeah, iTunes, Amazon, Bandcamp, it'll be at all those. Cool. Uh, can I also plug for Alamode when you're looking up on YouTube? Also, if you look up Alamode BRBR, uh, there's a French blog that we did oh, yeah, so, so, so back yeah. in the yeah. summer, or back in the winter, I mean, and we did two tracks for that, and I'm really happy with how those turned out like visually and sound wise I think they're okay. 
you'll get a really good sense of uh, what the band sounds like right now in advance of the full album. Cool, yeah. cool. Was that with the whole band or just uh, Yeah, yeah. Everyone uh, everyone in the band except Theo because it was Right, because it was you? Mostly, most, yeah. almost a year ago. So. Okay. okay, cool. Um, and yeah, and it, they did a really good job filming it too. It looks really good. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, just check that out. And then uh, Bicycle Face, any news that you want to... Uh, yeah, Bicycle Face. Uh, we've been recording and we're hoping to release a single in June, uh, probably at a house show. And cool. we're going to be playing July 7th. Um, so you can uh, check out our Facebook for more info on that, and we're also on SoundCloud. Awesome. Okay, and if people want to hear more episodes of this show, go to witchpolice.com, click on podcasts. There's 180-some at this point, so it's all there for free download and streaming. All the archives are always available. You can find all the episodes that everyone here has been on in the past, uh, mm-hmm. check out new episodes. And uh, we also air on UMFM on uh, Sunday nights now at midnight, which is like a prime time slot. Yeah. <laughs> so if you happen to be listening on Sundays at midnight, you can hear uh, older episodes of our show. They're from usually a few months back. Uh, it kind of gives each episode a second chance to you know get in the spotlight at midnight on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, that is a good thing to do on midnight on a Sunday, though. Yeah. It is, right? It'd be yeah. fun. Like, if you're driving, like, I don't know, it'd be really, like, intimate feeling and like, yeah. music. I don't know, it's nice. Well, yeah, you turn it on and you, oh, hey, it's bad. There'd be a band talking about, you know, we have a CD coming out next week, but by that point, the CD's already out, so you can just go get it. There's no need right. to Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's no waiting. Yeah, so that's, that's kind of exciting, I guess. And, uh, yeah, uh, those are all older episodes, except for once a year, we go down and actually do a live on air during the pledge drive that UMFM does, so... Mm. That's going to be fun doing that at midnight this year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you still have to do your time slot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It used yeah. to be a little earlier, but that, that'll be cool. So, I mean, we really encourage people to check out UMFM as well because it's a really good station that allows us to put this on, on the radio and yeah. put all the bands on the radio. Uh, we're also part of the Garbage Hill Podcast Network, which is a very loose collective of people doing this yeah. uh, on whatever topic they're into. I mean, it's not all music. It's mostly not music, but it's people sitting in rooms with recorders and talking about whatever their passion and hobby and interviews and things like that so uh, the idea behind that is that um, in a very DIY punk rock kind of way uh, everyone sort of shares an audience so if you're listening to this and you like comic books there's a show called The Last Panel which is another DIY podcast and if I will comics so go check that out and then hopefully someone listening to that will hear about the networking check us out and they like music so subscribe to that so cool it's all about sharing and uh, yeah we don't have anything coming up show wise we would have just uh, time you hear this the big mix-up, which includes some people here uh, on the show, would have just happened, and we have some other things semi-planned for the summer that hopefully will come to fruition sooner rather than later, and I can tell you about that then. But yeah, keep watching the Witch Police website and Twitter and Facebook and all that crap to find out more about that. So we have a live song. So what is the live song you guys are about to play? We're going to play Bummer Summer, which is going to be on our upcoming album. It's a contender for leading single. Okay. Um, so we're going to do it acoustic style with drum, I mean, drum robot sounds. I don't know why I said drum. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's the opposite of drums. Ava's, Ava's going to do percussion. Right, right. right. Okay. Percussion, yeah. yeah, she's going to pick up the tambourine and see what happens. Cool. All right, well, thank you very much for having me. And yeah, check out the song. Don't uh, turn it off yet. <laughs> so this is Bummer Summer. It's our acoustic robot version. One, two, three. I've been crying for most of the summer. 